Now, now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do so great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. Hey, it's Sam Amick from The Athletic, and you can listen to me, Fred Katz, and Anthony Slater break down the inside story of what is happening in the NBA. Latest news, trades, signings, all of the above, latest action on the floor. Be sure to listen and subscribe to The Athletic NBA Show and listen to Tampering every Tuesday. Want an easy way to stay up to date with the latest news and trends in the NBA? Listen to the NBA Daily Ding podcast Monday through Friday. Wake up and turn up the NBA Daily Ding to stay informed on all things NBA here at The Athletic and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to The Athletic NBA Show Monday through Friday on The Athletic Podcast Network. Uh, guys, I got to say, Bucks in four. It's a sweep. The Bucks are just better. Bruh. New York strip steak. This is the Basketball Buds. Braised beef short ribs. With Zach Harper and your favorite athletic writer. Get mad at me, bro. I'm gone. LeBron, the um, run in with Chris Paul after the um, near the near the foul line. How is your shoulder? And was that a dangerous fight? We're ready for game two. <laughs> Welcome to the Basket Buds edition of the Athletic NBA Show podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm your host, Zach Harper. With me today, we got Dave DeFore, we got Trevon Edwards, we got Jay King, we got Jade Hoy producing. And gentlemen, the weekend of playoffs has begun. We had eight games this weekend. Unfortunately, we're only going to talk about seven of them. Jazz and Grizzlies fans, I'm sorry, but your game is too damn late. We got to record this on a Sunday. We got East Coast people. It's just not going to happen, but we will talk about it on the Daily Ding and all the other podcasts throughout the week, and we'll eventually get to this Jazz Grizzly series. So congratulations on your playoff success and or losses. But we've got seven other series that we have results for, and so let's start off with the Lakers on Sunday. They looked like shit. Against the Phoenix Suns, guys. Like, they look <laughs> bad. AD was terrible. LeBron was not good, man. I don't care what his numbers were. LeBron was not good. But there were a couple interesting things that happened. One, DeAndre Ayton and, and Devin Booker were ridiculous in their playoff debuts. They were so good. Feel-out game. Oh, man. Well, yeah, that's the thing. The feel-out game. Except here's the problem. I don't know if LeBron can feel that left arm at this point after Chris Paul yanked on it. And then Chris Paul lost his dribbling ability with his right hand. Yeah, whatever that I've stinger never was in his shoulder, like, like yo, he flat out could not dribble. The WWF meets the NBA. Yeah, well, Trey, what happened, man? Like, I like I don't think it's a big deal. The Lakers lost game I mean, one. I mean, I, I consider you a close friend. I would never put you in the, in the, in the uh, cross face crippler or anything <laughs> of that nature, and, then, and think yo. that things are okay. You know what I mean? So that was it's yeah, interesting man. that LeBron's and uh, LeBron. LeBron and Chris Paul's relationship goes how it goes. That was actually the uh, human torture rack. Yeah, it was. It was a torture rack right there. there. But here's the thing, like, 
I mean, LeBron was asked a couple of questions after the game and he hit him with the, I'll be ready for game two, which wasn't an answer to either of the questions that, <laughs> that was asked. One was about Chris Paul. I can't remember what the other one was about. Uh, but Dave, like, this uh this got a little testy. We had a little a little scuffle, a little kerfuffle between campaign and Alex Caruso. Montrez Harrell came running in like a bull and just body checked. Yeah. Uh and, campaign. And <laughs> poor Trez. Poor Trez. Like I honestly feel bad for him because he just kind of came in hot and I don't think he feel bad he for him. Well, he ran into it. I don't think he meant to run into camp. I think he really was trying to just, hey, let me break Come this on, up. Man. And he kind of I mean, but he's just so much bigger. No, no, no. I mean, he what, caught him. He never hit the ground. I, I feel bad for ran into a man and Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Absolutely. I, I definitely do. Like, he kind of hit him with his chest. Like, he was just trying to get in the way. Um, I didn't even see what happened there. Like, I was so, I was so, still paying attention to what happened with LeBron. And, and then all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. And I'm just hoping that we don't have people leaving the bench because the last thing we need is another Sun series right. with some suspensions. Yeah, welcome back, Suns. Here, here you go. Uh, so what happened was as – as they were calling the foul on the LeBron, um, you, you know, when uh, when Chris Paul gave him the hip toss, right? Uh, right. Going for the rebound. As they called the foul on that, Caruso and Campaign were going for the rebound, the loose ball, like, on the perimeter. And Cam catches the ball, but he throws a shoulder into Caruso after the whistle and knocks Caruso down. So, so Caruso comes over, swipes the ball, tries to swipe the ball out of Campaign's hands, and then Campaign threw the ball at him. And then, I want to know Harrell why he, he went with the ball swipe there. Him. Yo, how did Montrez I, not get tossed for that? I do. I, 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 I actually think I was wondering the same thing. This, this is my thing. Guys get suspended for leaving the bench. So think about Montrez over here being a defensive lineman and just putting the hands on the uh, practice quarterback. <laughs> I do think there's something. I'm watching it again. I think there's something to what Dave's saying. I don't think he meant to come like knock campaign down. I think he went in there to... Actually, I don't know, man. He's so out of control. I don't know what he's doing. I, I, I think that look, that's I can the, see that's what, the thing. I can he was see out of what control. you're seeing here, Dave. I, yeah. I think he he hit the brakes late. He tapped the exactly. brakes and started skidding on the ice a little bit. Um, but yeah, I like Luis Mendoza I, from the Mighty Ducks couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the guy's only got one speed. Yeah, he's only got one speed. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. And but, so, yeah, there's a little man. There's some tension there. But this is good, man. This feels like I mean, it's it's funny to have uh, the Suns in the in the playoffs for the first time, and all we've talked about is they have no experience. And man, did they look like the experienced team in this game? They never looked rattled the entire time, even when Chris Paul was out. You yeah. know, and we we weren't sure if he was coming back. Yo, that was, was when a- Book and Aiton kind of put these guys on his on their back and just kept on kept on trucking. Couple of things. I don't want to overreact to one game especially in a LeBron James series because I like to make fun of him for saying the feel out game stuff but he actually does tend to lose game ones and then just it doesn't happen again but LeBron and AD had to play at such a high level for that team last year they were arguably the two best players in the entire postseason last year and and they need to be that or close to that again this year for the Lakers to have a chance. And they weren't close, man. I'm I, I kind of just thought that LeBron being LeBron, he would get past the ankle injury and, and be fine entering the playoffs. I have concerns about the Lakers. I I I I am legitimately concerned 
about the Lakers and and whether those two guys can reach the same level they did last year. And if they don't, I don't think this Lakers team repeats, even though I picked them to. Oh, they're not getting they're not getting past game five if DeAndre Ayton is going to keep outplaying Anthony Davis. Like I don't think Anthony Davis looks good at all. He either is doing something spectacular or just nothing. Yeah, it's it's really weird to watch right now, and I have to think it's health with him. Well, I so there are a couple of things. I I think that one. I think AD just needs to kind of get into his face up game. Like I I don't think the physicality is there for him right now because I'm with you. I don't think he's a. I don't think he's close to 100. percent And so if he's not, he's just knocked off balance too much when he tries to be physical. So I really think like it's time to. I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's time to like go with the LaMarcus Aldridge offensive approach, right? Just face up mid rangers all game. Like he's <laughs> like, he took a pull up three at one point coming down. I'm like, what are you doing? You're not even hitting right now. What are you heat checking a pull up three for? Like that was terrible. Um, I'm going to, I think I'm going to write about this for the athletic uh, for Tuesday, but LeBron James is not getting downhill at all. Like we can say feel out game and all he, that he's shit, but like, yep. he's not turning the corner at all. And that is, that's, bailing out the Suns defense and their yep. defense is really good because they're put in positions in where it's not easy to, but he's not turning the corner at all. And then holy shit, Andre Drummond was terrible against DeAndre Ayton. And he just keeps he, playing for no, some reason. They can't they can't play him. It's it's over. I don't know why did they struggle keep playing so him? bad. Like you've got Marcus Gasol sitting there on the bench yeah, who I could actually help your your offense. <laughs> I have no clue why Gasol didn't get no minutes. Like, yeah. again, uh, Drummond looks so, like, lost out there. He has a name. He's not ready. Respectively, you know, at most time, he, he normally stuffs stats, but he looked out of place tonight. Yeah, he was. He's he not was, a playoff basketball player. Like, he's not a winning basketball player. And And the fact is, like, the Lakers do have other options. It's not like they only have to roll out Drummond. Like you can play Anthony Davis more at the five. You can you can play Trez at the five if you want. You like, should put LeBron you, at the five. Like you can probably yeah. You can, you can you get away with that. But Drummond. You can get away with that against the Suns. It's not like they're just gonna kill whoever's your your five is, although Aiton had twenty one and sixteen, so maybe they will. Um <laughs> Yeah, he was on But like man. anybody but Drummond is a better option. And I don't know why they keep running him out there. I don't and like I, I never anticipated them missing like JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard as much as they do. <laughs> never in my life wild. did I think that would happen. But here we are in the playoffs. And to Vogel's credit, Vogel last year, like he didn't wait long on those adjustments. He typically made them pretty early in series and, and you know, made the decisions that his team needed. So I, I actually have trust in Vogel that that he'll – He'll actually sit Drummond at some point, but it, but it hasn't wait? happened yet. And they've been they've been keep trying life, it and trying it. Feel out game, Dave. You yeah, but you're just making life Drummond more is. difficult. You're making life more difficult for Anthony Davis. Like it's harder for him to operate. And all like they need to get him into a groove because let's say LeBron starts to look good and can drive right again, which is actually like a, a huge thing here is that he just can't push off that right foot at all. Like he's not getting any power, and you can see it when mm-hmm. smaller guys usually he'll he'll just power right through him. He doesn't even drop his left shoulder right now. So, but let's pretend that game two, LeBron is just back to normal. This Anthony Davis isn't enough, and you just can't move him to the five and expect that it's going to be better. Yo, Dave, Anthony Davis is just vibes. I don't know what he's doing. 
And well, he doesn't. He's not a five. You know, early on, him. I seen people saying Anthony Davis is top five greatest Laker of all time. What? You gotta slow down. You gotta slow down. What? Like, again? Yes, yes, Zach. Who said that? that? <laughs> I understand. I understand. They they were they were off that gas, right? But <laughs> I'm not sure what he was doing out there tonight with Phoenix. He's not hurt. Uh-uh. We have no like any 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 news of like yo this dude maybe moving gingerly he's gonna give it a shot. No, he is out there stinking it up. And <laughs> we got to get LeBron James some help because yeah, I'm not sure what Anthony Davis is doing. He wins one ring, like again he wins one ring and he becomes a diva. He needs to pick it up. I know it's game one, and I hope that he hears this so he can respond and shut me up. But that was terrible against the Suns. Yeah, man. I need to be apologizing to the Suns fans because Chris Paul popped out shoulder. DeAndre Ayton tipping things in. Mikael Bridge is playing solid defense on LeBron James. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they stole one. I don't even think they stole one. Like, no, like they Dame, just kicked Dame their Dame ass, man. Said, it was earned. They just it was earned because they led most of the game. Yeah. They were better. Yeah. Well, Plain and simple. And DeAndre Ayton... Ruled in this game. Oh, he was I mean, he was just him. high energy up and down the court, getting early seals. His defense was fantastic. He was making reads. Had eight offensive rebounds. I mean, just a, a, one of the best games I've ever seen him play, and it was his first playoff game. That That's something. Yeah, he was, he was unbelievable. And wow. here's the thing. You have Andre Drummond on the court because he's a rebounder. And then the Suns <laughs> kick your ass on the glass, you know? I mean, to yeah, be fair, yeah. Drummond did have seven offensive rebounds. You he know? did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he just couldn't do shit with him after he got the <laughs> <Yeah>. ball. <laughs> That's right. Well, I it was a God, win. Every time him, he touched the ball. Dude, if I see all the rebounds bring, you want. Bring the ball down one more fucking time. Everything he's bringing it down, like, why are you putting the ball at your ankles? Just keep it high and dunk on somebody. That's what he used to do. <laughs> like, that's, that's basics, man. I can't. I just, oh, my God. I was so frustrated watching him. Uh, you yeah. mentioned You mentioned Damian Lillard saying it was earned. Well, the Blazers. Lit up the Denver Nuggets, improved defense. And this is the game, man, where, look, I Jamal Murray's obviously a, a loss, right? But I've kind of felt like it doesn't fully affect them because of Jokic now has to be a more aggressive score. I just think they're a better team when he's an aggressive score. Um, mm. But I, as we mentioned leading up to this, man, Will Barton not being there. Right. Like that, man, they need another wing dude. PJ Dozier not being there. Yeah, PJ Dozier not I being mean, there. Like they just need dudes who I can defend on the perimeter. I mean, they're, they're yeah, very I loose, found myself, but I still don't think the Blazers are going to complete this. And listen, I, yeah, I don't know wrong. if they will. I'm, I may I, be loud and wrong, Dave. And I really believe that, you know, because I, I personally would like Portland to go, but I just think that. Jokic is going to feast eventually. Like things are just going to kind of click and guys are going to start making shots and. It's going to work that way. And I honestly love that what Damian Lillard did um, and continued to do throughout that game one. And they were able to secure the win, not steal the win, but secure the win. And, you know, it's just a weird year for Denver because we had so much high hopes outside of the Jamal Murray uh, injury. And I think if they had them, maybe it's a different story, but we don't ride off what ifs here at the athletic. <laughs> so, sure um, you know, we're just going to take the best of it, but I still have the Nuggets winning this series. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? 
Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Today's episode is brought to you by Giorgio Armani Aqua Di Gio Parfum, a long-lasting and deeply intense men's fragrance that captures the powerful sensations of nature. The woody aquatic scent features notes of bergamot, clary sage, and patchouli, which create an intensity that is vibrant and aromic. Discover more at GiorgioArmaniBeauty.com. I like hey, look at this guard rotation, man. Look at the guard rotation for the Nuggets, right? Monte Morris yes. is still on a minutes limit, and he's probably like he's like a borderline NBA starter, right? Like he's a very high end backup guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin Rivers <laughs> signed off the scrap heat. Uh, Facundo Campazzo, who's my height. Uh, Marcus Howard, who is slightly taller than I am. I like, love Marcus are, Howard, by the way. Oh my great. god, that dude was a baller but, in college. So that's but the bro, thing about Marcus if you Howard, were coaching this team gym. in the playoffs, you wouldn't love him. Mm-mm, no, that's like, true. I mean, you'd love him on your team, but not necessarily on the court. Yeah, for like he and it's, it's, it's especially crazy because they're up against Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum, right? And, right. and they're trotting out like, Campazzo, Rivers, Morris, and Howard. Them up. It's like, such was, a Oh my god! Yeah, disparate backcourts, man. And you're right. Anthony Simons was lighting these guys up because he was up. shooting uncontested jumpers. Yeah, you know, like they're just too small. And, and Monte Morris, not you know, again the minutes limit that hurts them quite a bit. No Barton, but I, I mean, more than once said, God, I just if they had PJ Dozier, <laughs> they're in yeah. this game, and that yeah, that to me says everything about the Nuggets. Yep, they need another win because their defense, like it's so hard to guard CJ Dame. Norm Powell, all those guys, to do it without a lot of length in your backcourt just makes it brutal on you. And and Jokic is going to drive that offense. Like they shot fifty point five percent. They their offense was totally fine. Well, he only he had didn't one have one assist. Shots. Night. Yeah. I mean, Porter went one of ten from three, and I, I don't think that's going to happen again. Um, I, I think this is going to go seven. Yeah. I just don't know who's going to win it. It's going to be, you know, this is going to be all gut check. Yes. I really hope it goes seven because that would be fun. Um, But really, I'm looking at this. I don't know. I mean, oddly. We're we're shitting on Campazzo. I love Campazzo. So Campazzo. He's great. He's fun (laughs) to watch, but he's no Damian Lillard. Let's just be honest. Yo, also, let me say this. Uh, Look, I'll admit I've never really. Not never. I would say over the last like three years, I haven't understood the hope around Aaron Gordon, like figuring it out. And I get that there's part of it where you're just like, man, or he was in Orlando, right? You got to delouse mm-hmm. some of the Orlando-ness at this point because that organization was terrible. But like, I thought he sucked last night. I just didn't think he, he like, was for what he needs to come in and do what yeah. they're like. He's brought in to, to help their defense, to be the cutter and everything. And like, I just thought he was terrible. Well, I think you got to give credit to Portland. They really did a good job of taking those guys out of their usual like cut angles. Like they, they were putting bodies yeah. on them. They were catching them coming across. And this is where the lack of guard depth. I mean, they don't have anybody who can penetrate the defense really. Right. It's all. It's have, all. You're you're relying on Jokic to kick it out. And this is where not having a great point, right. Dave. 
That's a great no point. No two-man I, game. I really like that because yeah. when you really think about it, Portland made all the adjustments. Portland made sure that they made it tough for them. And, you know, obviously I thought – I kind of knew they would kind of get one tonight. I mean, well, not tonight, but the night before. And overall, I just think that after seeing them, you know, basically for 40 minutes, 48 minutes plus, they're pretty much – they they might actually can steal this series. And I didn't pick them. But it's kind of scary because obviously the, the trio that they have going with McCullum, Lillard, and uh, Powell – Offensively, they just got it going. It's a good flow. What and then Melo. I didn't oh, expect Mello, Mello to come out and just do his thing. Cooking. Cooking, man. I love me some Melo. I'm always I got to apologize game. to Melo. Yeah, you better. No, you, you don't. When they, when they signed out. him, when they <laughs> signed him I, thought, I thought it was such a bad decision. I was like, there is no way Carmelo Anthony is going to help a team in 2020 or 2019, whatever it was. Here he is. Season later, it's future Hall of Fame points in twenty one Hold on, you know what, Jay? I'm going to push back on this because I think if that if we could have You're said, not hey, my apology. he's going to sign with Portland <laughs> and he's going to not only I you know play a role, but he's going to buy in completely. Nobody ever thought Carmelo wasn't talented. The whole issue is, I mean, it's just like you know a lot of stars, right? He was not unique in this. As you start to decrease in skill and and increase in age, it's hard to let go of that role. But in Portland, he has just embraced the role that he's in there that they need him for, and he's been great for it. But I, I think that if you could have told me ahead of time, hey, this is what he's going to do, whether the performance is there or not, but he's going to buy into the role, he's going to play his role, and that's it, I'd say, oh, that's probably going to work because Carmelo can play. It was never I, an issue I'm, of I'm not being Dave. able to play. I'm with Dave. We should not accept Jay's apology. Yeah, yeah no way. You no, don't owe him an apology. Yeah. Also, yeah, how about this? I do. He My, earned it. Michael Malone, Mike Malone, get over yourself correcting Cassidy. Well, I was going to say, like, yo, bro, he, what the fuck, anyone man? Anyone that doesn't prefer themselves being called Mike is a serial killer, and this dude wants to be known as I don't Michael. know about that. All right. No, I, God, I'm, so, I'm just defending Michael everybody Jordan. tonight. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, you know, your mother give your, gives you your name, and, and that's the name that she calls you. I, I have no problem with saying, hey, I prefer to be called Michael. Yo, Could don't, said do, a note don't do that afterwards? shit. Don't do yeah. that shit on air. Yeah. Right. That's, that's you guys exactly. got to guess my real first name. I, I bet nobody knows. James. It. Jonathan. <laughs> Matthew. What? How the oh, fuck man, you get Jay out of Matthew? This is a real listen, Fred Cat situation listen, listen, listen. here. It is a Fred Cat situation. Shout to Cass, dog, <laughs> for being professional and just handling that shit. Because yeah. The Nuggets, Mike Malone and Coach. Michael, Michael Malone. Michael Malone, my my apologies. Overall, like, he could have he could have handled that way differently. He not Coach Pop. He can't get that off. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, it's something yeah. that's well known for by, by people who cover the team, but... But you know, whatever, man. Like, yo, that's exactly. fine. Exactly. That's fine. And it's and it's something right. maybe she maybe it just happened, right? But seriously, yeah. man, you're gonna correct on on air, like, man, that's a dick move. I just think I for the care. most part, most people is. need to chill out. Michael Malone needs to chill out. Maybe concentrate on fixing your yes. defense and not correcting your name. Correct your defense, Michael. There's Malone. no fix when you got no wings, man. Tell they you what, two two point They're guards hurting. and two power when forwards. When you win a up damn championship, I'll start calling you Michael, Mike. How about that? I'll call him Big Michael if he wins Big a Mi- oh, Michael yeah. Malone. But until Little then, Mikey. you know what? I'm going to call you Mikey Malone. Oh, Michael Malone. Little Mikey. Little Mikey.
Get out of here with that. Yo, speaking of little, oh, Michael Malone. Patrick Beverly was too fucking small for Luka Doncic. Oh my God. Way Free too small. Smoke, Woo! Zach. Listen, I love the racism in all the that picture. Bitch ass white boy comes back. <laughs> Listen, what? I watched that video three times and Yo. it didn't say white power or anything like that. But <laughs> I would say Luca t- calling Patrick Beverly too small, hook it to my veins. Hook oh it to my veins. borderline? Is that what you're saying? Oh. Oh my god! No, it's just man. It's that was so funny. That's my favorite. Well, Luca's too damn big for everybody, right? Like that's I think that's it, facts. If we I'll could have in, one takeaway, in the gulag, uh, Dave. If if I had to go, yeah. Luca, he is so one. damn good. Yeah, man. Well, listen, he's, he's also so back. damn big. No, and balls. it makes him but, it makes him hard to handle. And like, there's not a guy on the Clippers that yeah. can hold him physically. I mean, Kawhi Leonard can't guard this guy. What the hell? Dave, yeah, nobody, hashtag Luca Love. They have nothing to do with Luca. Like they can't do anything. They they were double teaming him down the stretch, and the Mavericks were just boom, 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 pass, 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 yeah. easy bucket. Like they just Chris could Dems, not handle Luca. Yeah. Now they also they, Dallas yeah, they, shot I mean, they were trying to like from three. switch Zubots on him and stuff. Not sure that'll do. But oh, he was dope. Were, he they, was hunting Zubots. Like yep. anytime, oh, yeah. anytime Zubats was on the floor, I mean, you Luka would was Zubats. pointing at his at whoever he was guarding. And said, "Yo, come set a screen." Like, come, come, look, it's, we're getting this dude in action. It, it's crazy how young Luca is and how well he orchestrates a game. Like, there are very few dudes who can hunt out the matchup and and put themselves in like that in advantageous situation. Like, how many guys? It's like Harden, Jay. LeBron. Well, he's been playing like with very grown men few guys for seven years. Like just Aaliyah like, said, like, age ain't nothing but a number. This dude been cracking since he was 16. We ain't doubting Luka no more. Mm-mm. That matchup, he feasting. He's the best Paul player in that George, series. Listen, you can put Paul George, Steve Ballmer, anybody in front of these dudes. You can't Steve stop Steve Ballmer. Listen, I think Steve Ballmer can do a better job than Patrick Beverly right now on Luka. Put Ty Lue in front of that man, he'll step right over his ass. <laughs> well, so That's all right. Fact. So what's what's the adjustment? Because Dave, you mentioned That's fact. Mavs. Mavs shot forty seven percent from three. Clippers shot twenty seven percent from three. Is it simply a matter of just the Clippers making more threes? I mean, I think that that's going to be a big part of it. Like, the Clippers were the best three-point shooting team in the league this year. Yeah. I don't expect them to shoot this poorly again. And the Mavs have not shot that well. And 47%, I mean, that's crazy for anyone. But in particular for the Mavs, man, like, this is a team that's been hot and cold all year. And Tim Hardaway was great and Luka was great. Mm-hmm. But, like, four for five from three for Dorian Finney-Smith, you're not seeing that again in this series. Yeah, he didn't no even have Rudy way. Gobert on him. I don't know how he shot that well. <laughs> I also seen rare Tim Hardaway Jr. love, which was crazy. Shouts to me. He was really good. He's he, the second best player listen, this year. Man. I'm rooting for THJ. He makes big shots, yo. And he, mm-hmm. he's a bucket. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people don't give him love. But the Mavericks run won that Knicks trade. Yeah. I mean, I look, I think I actually is it possible both teams won that? Yeah, I think it worked out because obviously you have to kind of factor in Porzingis and yeah. you know the Knicks got well, better. Well, I think getting Porzingis, Porzingis was the good THJ move. TSJ is definitely a good fit for the Mavericks. Yeah. He's a Mavericks guy. That money to, to Porzingis though might end up being tough. You know, like that's going to be the tricky part of that trade—not getting Porzingis, but just the money they ended up giving him afterwards. Um, 
Jay, KD, missed like, I don't know, his first six shots or something like that. And then, good God. Like, I, I felt bad for the Celtics. And, it, and they and were it, like, they it were wasn't just a man. shot making. Like, he was, dude. <laughs> it, it wasn't just a shot making. They, they come out in the third quarter. Celtics are up six. He contests Tatum in an, into an air ball. I'm not sure whether he got a piece of that Durant. Then he scores a couple of buckets. Tristan Thompson posts him up like right under the rim. Tristan thinks he has an easy bucket. KD just reaches up and swats it away. It was he just took over the game on both ends of the court, and it was like, oh yeah, that's why that's why he's Kevin Durant. That's why he's got those rings. Jay, that's why he's got the, the MVP. Quarter. Kyrie Irving, do 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 do. Kyrie Irving, <laughs> I got them rocking with Kai playing how he did in the third quarter. That was what they needed because mm-hmm. the first and second quarter they were so excited to play the Celtics. I knew it was so bad when Marcus Smart was making threes. I said that's fool's gold. I liked it, and I really was really cheering on the timeline because I seen Jabari Parker get some 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 actual minutes, but. You even knew sitting wherever you were at this point of like, this is not going to last. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like the Celtics just have such a small margin for error in that series. Yeah. And and here's the thing. Like their defense for the most part held up. There were a couple of spurts where Durant and Harden got crazy, but for the most part, the Celtics defense held up their offense. They shot 36 point something percent. (laughs) Like, you have to score against the Nets. You cannot have lulls, and you certainly can't have an entire game lull. You can't I have just a 40-point Tatum, Tatum Kemba, and Fournier, are like, they're the three scorers. They all did less than they normally do. Um, I think all those guys need to have much, much better games. I was well, actually pretty impressed with the Nets' defense. Like, they switched, yeah. and they made things pretty tough. I thought this was two different games. Right. I thought it was the first the first half where the Nets looked like a team that had not played together very much and they were disconnected. And it was like a bunch of guys trying to do everything on their own. And I think Kevin Durant actually pointed this out at the end where he talked about how they came out and they were freaked out a little bit. And he was like, once we relaxed, everything was fine. And that was exactly what happened. Trey was talking about Kyrie in the third and he really settled him down, got him going. KD started hitting some of those contested shots that just weren't falling and then getting to the line. And and in Jay, I mean the, the defense, like we've seen them in in spots all year, be able to find another gear. Now I don't trust it against a team that can punish them inside, but against Boston, I mean, th- again, this should be a sweep. It shouldn't even be close. Boston doesn't have the bodies. Losing Jalen Brown really even makes it worse. And, and Brooklyn in the second half, that's how I expect them to look for the rest of the series. They really just they flipped a switch where they all said, okay, well let's work together and just finish this thing. Jay, before you tap in, I wanted to say. I want to give some love to Robert Williams. Oh, man. He played, he played Lord, really well, yeah. Time Lord had great timing, no pun. He was all over the place. I'm curious to see how he's going to defend these guys when they're challenging him and up faking him and see yeah. and bait him to see if he's going to take the bait. Um, but overall, he was everywhere. He He's the reason why the Celtics actually were in the game. They cooled down. Jason Tatum obviously was you know, trying to do what he can do. Um, I think he's going to average 30 this, this this series, but they don't have enough to do what they do. And I kind of believe what Dave's saying as far as a sweep, but I also, in my mind, feel like they can still win at home. Um, 
you know, like the Nets, they had those guys, you know, some guys, first, second unit, had pregame jittery. They were so anxious to play these guys. And then, you know, following up, they kind of got to go in second half and make the adjustments, you know what I'm saying, as far as, you know, and the thing with, with the Celtics, they switch everything. I don't love what Brad's doing with Tristan up top. Tristan guarding the perimeter guy. Guys are eating and feasting off him right now. Um, but what can they possibly do? You know what I mean? Like, I look down the line on the bench. You got Peyton Pritchard getting some playoff minutes, and guys that have never been playing on this high level are meeting some of the game's best. I I really don't really know how to defend a Kyrie Irving, a James Harden, or a Kevin Durant after they figure out their rhythm, after they get a free throw, after they see it go in the basket, and then it's like, let's go. And in that third quarter, those dudes were taking turns. First, first and second quarter, it was like, maybe this game can work out, but if you know basketball, basketball is made off the game of runs. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, and others. David Yerman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yerman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife, Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful designed objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son, Evan, continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless, modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and Cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let, let me ask you guys something. Because it, it occurred to me when I was watching this game. Do you guys have any opinion on the the job that Steve Nash is doing as coach? Do you have any opinion Dude, whatsoever? He's, yes, he's absolutely. Do. He's doing great no, as far man, as micromanaging superstars. Yeah. It's, been, it's been an interesting thing to watch because I don't have a lot of complaints. Yeah. I mean, especially you know, like you usually look at you can the, nitpick. The continuity they've been allowed with just guys available. But I think right. he's been spectacular. Look at how, how he unlocked Bruce Brown and how, like, they've had as many injuries as just about anyone. Yeah. Everybody. Like, right? they've had their, one of their superstars out all the time. And I, I think, obviously, going into that job, when you look at coming into coaching Kyrie Irving, coaching Kevin Durant, and then acquiring James Harden midseason, like the the biggest part of that was was reaching your stars, empowering your stars, getting them on the same page. And I think he's done an awesome job of that. Like 
that that's that's what it's going to come down to for this team too i'm i want to see them challenged because they haven't really been challenged this year like they they were awesome during the regular season even though they had a guy missing all the time they've only played with their top three players like eight times all season i want to see them like in a, a really close game where Giannis is in the Eastern Conference Finals and and he's going at or I guess I guess the second round, Giannis is going at them. What do they do then? Because Giannis is gonna get past the the Heat. I mean, yeah, Giannis is gonna destroy the Nets, I think. Well, you think he's I gonna think tweet that's... about them during the second round? <laughs> <laughs> No, I think he's going to be tweeting about him Bucks, uh, after baby. he finishes this sweep. Bucks, finishes baby. Sweep. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Hold on. We're going to get into that. I can't believe you guys are falling for this shit, though. Bucks, it's, baby. Uh, I thought you guys were basketball analysts, but I guess not. All right. Let's get Bucks, to uh, Bucks, 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 Tobias Bucks. Harris. Unguardable. Milwaukee. Unguardable. I feel bad. The Wizards put up a great fight. They were balanced, right? Beal was really good. Uh, Russ didn't shoot well, but I thought he played pretty well for the most part directing that team. They had guys dropping in 12, 14 points here and there. And it's just everyone was too small for Tobias Harris. Like he That's just made him a Doc lot. Rivers, man. Doc Rivers and Tobias Harris. I mean, it's just perfect. This is exactly what we saw when Tobias was in the in LA playing for Doc. He just he's a, he's more assertive. He gets him into the pick and roll. He's just fantastic, and there's so many times where he's got that size advantage. I mean, you mentioned it. He was just too big. It was just it was a tough ask for anybody to guard him. And and that's the thing about Philly. You you think about how physically imposing Joel Embiid is, but then they've got Ben Simmons, who's like six ten, strong as hell, fast as hell, and then they've got Tobias Harris, who's just like he's an enforcer down low. Like he just shoves guys around and hits shots in their face. Tobias is is especially a tough matchup for the Wizards because really like Achi is their only wing with size. And and I just think he's going to be a handful for them. You know, the Wizards that they got to be kicking themselves. They shot 56% against one of the best defenses in the Dude, league. Dude, they only got up 23s. Like this is the thing. They they got 23 point attempts. That's all they do. Like <laughs> I that, know. that's their thing. You you're not you're not beating anybody. I mean, and Philly often runs into the math problem because they don't shoot enough threes. Like that's a team where you really need to launch, especially when you've got the talent disparity, like in, in, in this matchup. Oh, I take brutal. back. I take back every criticism I have of the Tobias Harris contract. I know. I Ooh, I one game. One the game. No, no, no. Changes, this right? whole season, this whole no, no, season, it's different. Man. This whole season. Yeah. I feel differently about him too. And, and the thing is, if like, you want me to I keep it honest, it Dave, if you want me to keep it What's honest, up? we should apologize two years ago. I, I don't accept your apology. I, don't, I didn't have who? any fault in him taking up 180, but oh yo, sure. When you're at when you're like here's 180 no, million dollars to your apology, Dave. And then and then Al Horford is like, all right, we're now we're gonna throw you next to Al Horford. It looks bad. You take Al Horford yeah. out of the, and that's no knock on Al Horford. It's just a bad. It just didn't work, right? Now you bring Doc Rivers in. Doc's like, oh, why don't you score from here, here, and here? We're gonna do that. And now now he's like, can't really stop Tobias Harris in most matchups. I mean, if they went, if they wind up making the finals, it's because Tobias Harris is able to exploit so many mismatches and do so much stuff. Like he's a legitimately a good player, and we focused so much on what adding shooting was going to do for Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid that we 
often were overlooking how it was affecting Tobias Harris and, and making him a worse player. Yeah. I and well, if they're gonna make the finals, they're gonna have to get past Trey Young. Alec Burks? The Knicks know, Hawks, man. man that what a crowd game. was crazy. That game was so much fun. Trey Young hits the hits the game, what ended up being the game winner. He gave the worst positioning of a shush motion. I don't understand why his <laughs> finger yeah, was so high was, on his face. It really it was like bothered almost his me. wrist. It really bothered me. <laughs> like he had he had the bottom of his finger at the tip of his nose. Man, if you hit a, a game winner in Madison Square Garden in your first playoff game, it does not matter where the hell it you does put that matter. Shit I think it does matter, Jay. Because that's the that's the screenshot we've all got. Because it was great, right? He's like, oh, it's real quiet in here. Right? Why is it so quiet in the garden now? It's real quiet in here, except he's got his finger too hot in his face. Yeah. He could have done a nice little shush. Look, he could have done a zipper. Yeah. Look, it's great. He could have it, pushed the, the, done the zipper. Yeah, he could have done the zipper. Absolutely. Roof down. He could have done anything. Jay, it's great that he hit the shot, but the more important thing is how you celebrate the shot, okay? It's what we're all taught. It's what I'm a big <laughs> advocate of, and he fucked up the celebration. Let's just be honest. Okay, so he finished I, I, with I will, he finished with I one. will not stand for this. He had 32 points. <laughs> 10 assists, 7 rebounds. Great. Except you had one fuck up Awful of a celebration. Shush. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's basically a, it's almost like a loss to me. You they know? should cut him. Shit. <laughs> Look, if he's not going to learn, we'll see how he celebrates next game winner. But if he fucks that up again, I wouldn't give him the max. Oof. What a game that was, though. Holy <laughs> Yo, man, that was shit. crazy. So play after play. Play you after know, play. And the Knicks, man. Look, the Knicks, the Knicks lose this game, but um, I, I actually... I got to give them a lot of credit for even being in it because it felt like Atlanta was about to run away. And then, mm-hmm. and the Knicks just were like, nope, RJ Barrett rules. That guy plays no, man, an adult so game of basketball. Like he got a, a switch, um, had Trey Young on him, the called post for the ball, up Trey, immediately yeah. goes into the post. He's just, he plays strong. And you could see where being like having to guard Julius Randle, I, I think, <laughs> when they've had practices, because you know, Tibbs has had him doing it. I, I bet that that's helped him a little bit. In the physicality hour practices department. With screaming <laughs> Even though they're not supposed to be practicing, you know, um, but I, I, I like a lot of what I saw from the Knicks and Derek Rose, man. Like, I think yeah, he, he just needs out. to start. Like, let's quit playing around. Quit goofing off with Elfer Payton. I mean, Elfer Payton plays eight minutes in this game and is minus two. Yo, I mean, what is the point? Every the, shot he takes is a win. The, for the onions on Emmanuel quickly in this game, man. Yes. Yo, he's so good. I love Emmanuel quickly. That three he hit, it was like, it was in the second quarter, right? I think it made it like 45, 44, something like that. But he hit that three. Like he was, he was always going to shoot it on that position. Like he was like, I'm going to take a fucking three here, no matter what. And he took it and he buried it. And that place was so hyped. Like, I just, I love that kid. I love Alec Burks. Like I've been a fan of his since he was on the jazz. Like he's just has such a weird game, but he's found such a, a good like roll and embraced it and been embraced because I, I think the jazz never quite embraced Alec Burks. I don't think they knew what to do with him because he also like had a lot right. of bullshit in this game. Right. And so it was like yeah. ironing that out. Like they did a pretty good job, but he just never qu- completely fit. Um, but man, he was so good this season for them and he was so good in game one and it didn't matter because Trey yeah. young sort of shushed everybody. Ooh. And Burks also had that weird situation because Gordon Hayward was there and Rodney Hood was there. It was yeah. there's not a lot of basketball to go around. Can I ask everybody, is he wearing Etonics or what? Like what kind of shoes is, is he wearing out there? I don't know. What Trey, can we get wearing. 
Yeah, what are you report? They look like orthopedics. Who for Trey Young? No, 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 for, no, for Burks. For Alec Burks. Oh, I have no idea. He had a game of his a, life. Yeah, he, in my grandpa's shoes. I don't think he's a big enough player for him to have a signature series. Yeah, he, but, no, he, um, he's, yeah, no, definitely not. He's out. He's out there dressed like Millhouse. Like that's what that's what that's the shoes he's wearing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Everything's coming up, Alec um, Burks. You know, I, I thought that there was a lot of stuff for the Knicks to clean up, especially defensively. I didn't like Julius Randle's effort defensively a lot. And in particular, when Alfred Payton was out there, it just seemed like Julius Randle just decided not to try defensively. Um, Nerlens Noel was was fantastic. But, you know, I think if you get a better Julius Randle game, the Knicks likely win this game. Yeah. Um, I still think it's going to go seven. I mean, it's a toss up to me. This is pretty close. Atlanta has that combustibility, you know, like Trey Young had a great game. This might be one of the best playoff debuts for any player ever. And Bogdan Bogdanovich could probably do this in the next season. Nails, man. Atlanta just has a lot more offensive firepower. Exactly. Like the Knicks 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 are going to struggle to keep up with that. A good shot. Well, they're going to struggle if if Julius is is as bad. Like I got to go back and rewatch yeah, that right. game because I can't figure out why he was so off because he shredded that team during the regular season. And I don't like John Collins should not be someone who can get in his way. Yeah, yeah he, Collins he should, though, he should looked great them. in this game. He did. Yeah, this is this is going to be a great series, man. First of all, Madison Square Garden was rocking. That was. It, was, it looked like such a good time on TV. I I wanted to just be there. And then, and then, then when Trey was shushing the crowd, and they they panned to Spike Lee, just speechless. <laughs> it was just like old times, shit, man. Yeah. Like Spike Lee just getting bitched by a player on the opposing team. That's racism, Jay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like Spike Lee getting shushed Wait, up, man. Trey Young did it. <laughs> I know. It still don't sit right. It's kind of the same way how Dominic Wilkins can't get in spots dressed how you want to dress. <laughs> I'm just saying that felt like old times, man. It really did. But but this is going to be a great series because the Knicks, like, they just don't back away. Those are, I mean, they have, like, a couple lottery picks. I mean, a couple draft picks with uh, Barrett and Quickly. But then the rest of the guys are, like, like they're just cast-offs and guys yeah. who had to, like, fight through just a lot of shit in their careers. And it, like... A, a couple of shots by Trey Young is not going to deter those guys. And so yeah. I'm looking forward to the rest of the series. It's just going to be a brawl the whole way through. I'm going to make a prediction. Big game two, Reggie Bullock. Oh, yeah. Gonna light him up in yeah. game two. He was, he was not yeah. good shooting the ball in this game, but I, like, I, I'm just a huge fan. I think he's good. I liked, Bullock, I liked him defensively. It's just that, you know, Trey is just too good, you know, and, yeah. and there's the always so much always going to have there. advantage. For sure. Yeah, but I I thought that uh, I, I thought that he did some really good stuff defensively, and again DeAndre Hunter coming back and getting healthy and getting some games at the end of the season was a big deal for Atlanta. I mean, you saw he was closing this game. Yeah, uh, hit a big three late. Mm-hmm. Was was guarding Alec Burks, uh, cut him off on a baseline drive. It did a really great job of cutting him off um, and forced him back toward the three point line, and, and literally just took away a bucket, blew up a whole possession. Yeah, uh, forced the ball away from Burks when he was hot. So. Um, this it's got some very Cap- very interesting pieces to it, but Capella I mean, I think it's going to go too. seven. Yeah, Capella was excellent oh, yeah. too, and Lou Will. Like, I didn't think yeah. Lou Will was going to have that game. Lou Will was. was you know what? I, you know bench. what? My other emotion was during that game. 
I was mad at the Kings, man. I was what? mad at the Kings for keeping Bogdanovich away from big games for so long. Like, you're such a shit franchise that yeah, I didn't man, even know Bogdanovich was such him, a there. baller. I didn't even know Bogdanovich was ready to just oh, drill dude, big yo, shot after big that shot. Dude is, and I, that I, dude no, is I ready. knew. I knew. He's ready. I knew. But, but man, he, he was he was big time in that. And, and Trey was too. Like, their lack of experience did not show playoff experience. I and obviously, Bogdanovich has a ton overseas. Like, yeah. he's played in, in tons of big games over there. It's time. It's time. Give me your horrible assessments of game one for, for Bucks Heat. Oh. I can't, I can't uh, you believe know, you guys Jimmy walked away. Up, bro. I can't believe you guys walked away from that game and thought, yep, Bucks got him. I mean, it's it, over. It's over. Yeah, the Bucks have won that done. series. Okay. Okay. Yep. Right. I mean, the Bucks shot. Do you know the, the Bucks shot 16% I feel like from Pierce. three? In this game, do you know what the Bucks' record was this season when they shot sixteen percent from three? I'm guessing it didn't happen. It didn't happen once. How many of those, so, game, how many I, of those games did they play against Jimmy Butler? Now listen, zero zero games. <laughs> they season? shot eighteen okay. percent in the game against the Knicks, and the Knicks beat them by twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Heat shot forty percent from three. The Bucks shot sixteen percent. To me, that's the story of this game. Uh, if the Bucks just shoot. Anything close to what they normally do, mm. we're not even talking about this as potentially God, going six games. Much less Miami winning. Does this, does this sound six. familiar though? Like, oh, if just the Bucks could just play a no, little no, bit better, I think no, they could take down Miami. No, 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 no. It feels no, it like that. I mean, they, yeah. they won the game, is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. See, this was Miami's game to steal, which mm. would have made it Bucks in five. But after <laughs> watching that game, I guys, I gotta say, Are you Bucks in four. It's a sweep. Jade, the Bucks clip are just it, better. Clip it. I'm gonna need this clip uh, June 4th. Okay. I'm, I'm not gonna say this June is gonna be sweet. But here's sweet. what I will say. Here's what I will say. The Heat, like they they made 23s. A lot of those were just ridiculous shots by Duncan Robinson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He hit like just some severely contested shots. I just thought Milwaukee's defense oh, was special. <laughs> it was special. <laughs> It was special. They contested. It feels like they you think it that's felt contested. Like, wait, it felt Duncan like they Robinson? learned. They learned from last year. Oh my God. They got guys just just sprinting out to to contest shots. Mm-hmm. There was very little easy for the Heat. They could mm. barely make a two point shot. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, Jimmy. Was Jimmy even there except for the mm. game time shot? Oh, except he, for when he blew by Giannis, he like he wasn't even there. Like he was a was, traffic. Was he cone? even there? Little face he was there. ass he coffee. Shot, two for nine from three. Mm. He missed a lot of long twos. You know, mm-hmm. he basically played right into the Bucks game plan. No, he, he, long twos would mean he, nine feet. No, I'm not twos. worried about I'm Jimmy. Jimmy Jim, Jimmy's fantastic. Jimmy's oh, a gamer. Yeah. But I just felt like the the, the Milwaukee defense this year. Mm. from a playoff perspective, can reach a totally different level than it could last year. And I think that's because of Drew Holiday. That's because they bring P.J. Tucker off the bench. That's because Giannis, Giannis, they put him on Jimmy. They they shied away from doing that last year. And, and I thought he was like like really good at trying to get over screens and contesting shots and, and stuff well, that Giannis isn't always Miami, great at. See, I, I thought that was a mistake by Miami. I, I think that Miami should want Jimmy in isolation on Giannis, but don't bring the screener. Try to get him in foul trouble. I mean, Jimmy Butler, like he's a magician at, at drawing fouls. And Giannis, 
he's an easy guy to draw fouls on. I, I think that they messed up by bringing the screener way too often when Jimmy had Giannis in space. I mean, Zach, I mean, you saw that. That's something that they could change in game two, and it's a different game because you get Giannis out of there early. Jimmy missed so many easy shots. I don't know what the fuck you guys he were did. watching. He, he, missed he missed some bunnies. So many he easy shots. Hey, listen, he was out there stinking it up outside yeah. of that one little play. He was stinking but he can't it shoot up. Threes. <laughs> Him shooting nine threes Get was your a win stuff for, together, for Jimmy Yo, Butler. My favorite moment of the game, other than the layup, my favorite moment was he was three of seventeen, and this motherfucker took a heat check three. Like he, yeah, like he I, just, I enjoyed that too. I was dying. I was dying. But I just want to remind you guys: Saturday, eleven fifty-two a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Text from me. I hope the Bucks win today. Better for the pod. <laughs> you think that's accurate? I'll that's confirm facts. it. Who, that's I'll confirm it. Yeah, but, but here's the, the thing, heat? Zach. Are you worried? might have to leak that. You might have to link that screenshot, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. You think that he's worried thing. You, about you just, a, you just don't know what's coming next. I do know That's what's why coming you next. wanted them to win. I do you don't know, know what's, what's coming, coming next. next. You don't know that that Jimmy is not locked in. He is locked up. Milwaukee's defense <laughs> is on another level. Uh-huh. They're they're way better this year playoff wise. Uh-huh. And yeah. I just think I really I really believe in that defense. That was a war zone though. <laughs> Every bucket in that in oh, that you- game. Oh, see, was Drew so hard earned. Plays down the stretch, you know that, that was so hard earned. And, and the other thing about Milwaukee, to? like, like they exercised some of the demons. Like that was that was <laughs> a game. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That was the same team that booted them out of the playoffs last year and had their oh, way with them. Oh, okay. They they yeah. basically like just mm-hmm. blow the final possession and let Jimmy get a wide open layup, no help whatsoever after Giannis gets blown by. Mm-hmm. Good defense, and then they come back, yeah. and and they they win it in overtime, mm. and and there's Drew Holiday making plays. Yeah. Oh wow, that, yeah, that's a new guy. That's that's the the mm-hmm. new star, and then mm-hmm. then bam, there's there's Chris Middleton hitting a big time shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the I think the Bucks yeah. finally figured out like, oh, we can't go to our best player in this series because every time that happened, oh my god. I got I got qualms with with Giannis. Why did he want to shoot the free throws down the stretch? Maybe he had money on the the point spreaders. I don't know. Jimmy wouldn't have gotten the chance to <laughs> to tie to tie the game with a two if Giannis had just passed the ball over to Chris Middleton and let him take the two free throws at the end of regulation. That I like, was I like that you guys one. I'm shocked that the heat lit up the bucks from three that never happens in the playoffs. You got, Oh, yeah, they shot 50 or 40% from three. But they three. were all tough though. Were they, they were all, except yeah, they were, they were tough shots, yeah. ones. They, all of Duncan's were I like, mean, Duncan's no. were, yeah. Duncan's ridiculous. were easy. What are you talking about? He didn't have a hand in his face. He had a hand near him. He didn't have a hand in his face. That's an elite uh, shooter. That's an elite shooter. You have to be in his Jersey for that to be a tough shot for him. Yo, he I'm, was. I'm gonna, I'm gonna he, go to to the, the the video after this one. I'm, he I'm gonna could tweet not a video have been more open this one on with the podcast tomorrow. I don't think he saw Chris Middleton for most of that game, other except, except for you know the game winner in his eye. But other than that, I don't think he saw Chris Middleton <laughs> in that game. I don't think he knew he was in the arena. Goran Dragic got whatever the hell he wanted. I thought Drew Holiday was supposed to lock people up, and Goran got whatever the hell he wanted. That was a game where Jimmy Butler missed a bunch of easy ass shots, nine feet from the basket, missed a couple of easy bunnies. And all of a sudden, the Bucks escape with a two-point victory in overtime. You said it looked like a war in there? Motherfucker, that's a Tuesday afternoon for the Miami Heat. 
That's yeah, a Tuesday nothing. afternoon where that's they a Pat that Riley L. practice. No, nah, but here, that's here's a Pat the thing, man. Riley practice right there. Last year, last year the Bucks weren't ready for that. This They're year, still like, not ready. Like Brook Lopez, Brook Lopez is going down, doing some dirty work on the block. Like Gian, Giannis is just destroying it guys, took, getting rebounds, going it back took up. The Heat shooting thirty two percent on two pointers for them to escape with a two point victory. Of course, I mean, they're going to get lit up from they three. They shot five for 31 on hey, threes Zach, and I'm still gonna just won. Say, nobody say the mf or like you, dog. Like, <laughs> nah, nutter. Nobody out here nah, say nah, the mf or like you. Not a nah, nutter. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I just, you know, you I'm an assistant does. podcaster, but I'm just saying, you say you say the mf or like, like it's supposed to say, it just roll off your tongue like butter. There's one person. There's one person who says it like me, and that's Jimmy motherfucking Butler. And you gotta find out. June he's not 4th? locked in. He's locked up. No, June fourth. What day is that? Oh, that just happens to be a Friday. That's the day after Game Six. That's the day after the Heat send their ass home for the second straight year. And Sunday, June sixth, we're gonna have a podcast. Jade, clip all these motherfuckers. Clip them all. Clip them I all. cannot wait till till they make quick work. Circle it on your calendars. Bam. It's a funeral on June sixth. Hendrick Nunn's bum ass. None. What? My Apple Watch is going off. They can't believe you just said that. <laughs> oh my god! I, just I didn't get, mean that. You didn't mean, didn't mean that. He just got bump? he just got caught, caught in the fire. Okay. Well, speaking of fire. Mike Budenholzer, June 4th. Get ready for it. That's going to do it for us here on the Basketball's edition of the Athletic NBA Show podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. Subscribe to the Athletic. I think in some places like a dollar a month right now. You're getting the best deal of the best coverage of sports on the internet. We have the playoffs covered like nobody else does. Plus, baseball, football, hockey, all that stuff. European soccer. I guess it's just soccer, soccer, right? I don't know if it's European specific, but I know we got EPL stuff. Football, as they call it over there. For Jay King's wrong ass, for Dave DeFore's wrong ass, for Trey, Trevon Edwards, we got uh, Jade Hoy producing. I'm Zach Harper. Culture, baby. Bootenholzer season, baby. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.